time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Friday, January 1st, 2021. How great does that sound? New year, guys. I know that it's just a number and not much has changed overnight, but you know what? I think in changing the year 2020 to 2021, it at least gives us a little hope, right? I'm not the guy that's always into Oh, hope and, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not always some people look forward and, oh, this is going to be magical and, and I'm hopeful and I am at times, but I think it's cliche sometimes, uh, some of those topics, but I think most of America, most of the world is pretty happy that it's 2021. Finally, it's finally here. Can't believe it. It's even, it's even feels weird to say, although every new year feels weird to say, doesn't it? Whether it be 1996 going to 97 or, you know, 99 to 2000 or 2009 to 2010. Like anytime you go to a new year, it's weird because for the full year you've been used to the date, right? And how many of you the first month or so it takes you probably to not write the old year on a piece of paper or your computer or whatever the case is. I I, I do it every time. I've never been undefeated as far as writing a new year down. It takes at least five or six times to be like 2020. Oh, wait, no, cross it out, 2021. So I do it at every year. And I think for most of us, uh, that that's the case. But uh, man, 2020 is behind us. Uh, I did this recording New Year's Eve uh, on 2020. But I'm hoping that with this official clean slate, clean start of 2021, that things uh, will start to get better, right? It's hard to say they could get worse, I guess. Well, let me... Knock on wood, knock on wood there. We, we've we said that all of 2020, and we don't want that to be the case and give us more, more adversity and more problems. Um, with today being a new year, this is officially season two of the Get Home Safe podcast. I don't think we're going to have uh, any kind of, uh, I don't know, um, Netflix special or anything as far as, as, far as our seasons go, but uh, first season of the Get Home Safe podcast in the year 2020 second season starting in 2021. So I plan as of now to keep the same format three days a week. Uh, so what would that be? Uh, roughly 150, 100, yeah, more than 150 shows, 52 weeks times three. Uh, what would that be? Six, 156 shows maybe. Um, so anyway, that's the plan for now. We might have some hiccups along the way as you guys are well aware where things change, things get uh, delayed, or maybe we don't get something out. But hey, that's that's life, especially when uh, you got other things going on, uh, jobs and you know other activities and things. And so uh, uh, that that brings me to a, a first point, twenty twenty one here. Do you guys ever get annoyed? I've I've talked about this bef- before about like resumes, like people want to give you their resume. I said this in baseball all the time, coaches or. or when I was officiating, even guys would love to give you the resume. Oh, I've been umpiring for 20 years. Okay. You've been doing it wrong for about 19 of those years. Uh, I've been coaching for 30 years and I've never heard of that rule. Well, you've been coaching and maybe 
didn't care to know the rules. So, you, so again, the resume, the numbers you give me are pretty much irrelevant. I res- although I respect how long you've been doing something, but what I mean is, you ever you ever at work or around friends and and, and sure, there's a time to vent. There is. You had a tough week, a tough month, or a tough year, like most of us. There's a time to vent and be like, "Oh man, this happened." But are you ever around people that are just constantly uh, negative? And and I mean I mean in the sense it's like this virtue signaling uh, negativity. And I don't mean maybe that's the wrong word, virtue signal, but it's it's like this man. I'm I'm just I'm so tired. Oh really? You said that last week. Why don't you get more sleep? Why don't you go to bed earlier? Well, I just you know I'm working all these hours. I'm just man. Or or like when you're at work and they're like, oh, I haven't sat down in nine hours. Look around. No one else has either. You're not like special. Like I just hate when people like people don't know what to say sometimes, and people struggle with just being silent. I get accused of this sometimes. Uh, I'm around people. Hey, you're not really saying much. I'm like, well. If I don't have much to say, I'm not going to just say something. There's other times I probably talk too much, if you know what I mean, much much like here on this podcast. But some other people, they're just like, man, I haven't sat down in nine hours. Oh, I've been here since 10 a.m. Oh, I've worked, I've worked 12 hours today. More than likely, you signed up for that. You, 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 you are doing so because you want to get paid more money, overtime, whatever. It's just hilarious when I've caught myself doing it you know, be like, oh man, I've worked some long hours. It's like, okay, yeah, you have, but no one cares. <laughs> no, nobody really cares. Uh, different coworkers, different friends. I mean, I've I've had to check myself over the years with that, especially in baseball. Like when I'd when I'd work a bunch of games, be like, man, I've worked this many plates and I've done that. It's like, dude, no one wants to hear you complain. Maybe you're just venting, letting it out. I don't know. It's just something that, that I thought about. And with 2021 coming or being here, I'm like you know what? I'm going to do my best to not complain, to not uh, let any little ounce or inch or whatever of like negativity come from my mouth as far as me personally. Like, oh, I have to work again tomorrow. Well, yeah, most people do. Oh, this is my, you know, whatever week. It's like, I just, I cannot stand this like, this signaling of like, oh, look how hard my life is. Your, Your life really isn't that hard. We can do a poll. We can go around the world and look at who who really does have a rough life. You having to work some extra hours or hit 50 hours a week or whatever, or not standing throughout the day, it's probably it's probably not that difficult compared to some of the other things other people go through. It just I don't know. I, I, maybe it gets to me when I'm working long long hours next to people or or uh, you know, I'm with friends. I finally have a day off and I hear people complain about their I'm just like dude, what what are you what are you doing? I, I am thankful right now. I'm thankful for like soreness. I'm thankful for uh, getting home late and stuff because I know so many people don't have jobs. And it's not like my job is magic or anything or, or something super sacred. I think it's important to most people out there, the stuff we do. But it's not like I'm saving lives or anything. You know, they're, they're this again, this year, 2020, it's behind us now, but... There's just so much negativity. I mean, people aren't allowed to work some places. People have had their jobs ripped from them. Told they can't work. Don't know what they're going to do. Probably had a miserable Christmas, not able to get anything for loved ones. So I'm thankful for that soreness. I'm thankful for those groggy eyes in the morning. Getting home late at night when 
the house is pitch black and, and everyone's asleep already. I'm, I'm thankful for those moments. I don't look at them as negative. I'm like, you know what? I am able to go to work and make a steady income. I'm grateful for this podcast. Is it annoying? Oh, I got to wake up Tuesday morning and do the podcast so that it, it, it's put out. It, but you know, no one cares. People tune in. They don't care about your problems. No one cares about my problems. And honestly, they're not problems. So I need to suck it up and work hard. What was the uh, Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the uh, Ravens? I'm critical of him running a lot. I know. But anyway, different, different subject. But he has a T-shirt that says, no one cares. Work harder. I think it's great. He wore that last year at a press conference or something. And it's just, it's simple, but it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, I just lose my mind. I roll my eyes when I hear people who are like talking just to talk. Now, if you're in a deep conversation with a friend or a loved one talking about life, that's a different story. Absolutely is a different story. Um, Someone who uh, is a dear loved one of mine and someone who has to hear me complain, although I I hope will be a lot less uh, here moving forward, is my girlfriend, Valerie Burns. She is on the program today. Um, again, her and I vent a little here and there to each other, but one thing I really appreciate her is that she doesn't like go overboard. There's moments where she comes to me with things where she just wants an ear. She just wants someone to listen. And I do the same thing. There's times I need someone to listen and, and I'm sure, uh, her eyes are probably tired of rolling. So they don't roll so much anymore when she listens to me. I, I guarantee that there was a stretch where I was getting home late at work and she had to get to sleep and. I would want to talk about stuff. And then I was, and we've both come to the realization. It's like, dude, you're wired after work. You need to like, you're trying, she's trying to sleep. I'm trying to like, I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to stay up and just vent. And I'm like, well, no one wants to hear me vent, especially her. But anyway, uh, she has in the past. And it's just, again, that whole situation, listening to people just randomly talk or drop their resume or tell, tell us all how difficult their life is. They've had to walk across a desert in, in, in bare feet. And now they're working a, a 12 hour shift at, uh, you know, at their job. It's like, just slow it down, settle down. Can we appreciate true difficulty? Can we appreciate t- true adversity? in this world. We definitely have seen it in 2020. Be thankful you have a job. Be thankful you can get up early and go somewhere. Be thankful you can get home late from a job. Be thankful for these things. Sure, it's not to say you can't occasionally complain and let off some steam, let off some frustration. Uh, But you know what? That's what girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, wives, that's what they're for. (laughs) So uh, Valerie knows all too well what I'm talking about. She knows uh, that I've uh, vented many times. And you ever talk with your significant other and you're, you're venting, you're, you're telling, you're saying something and you look at them and, and midway through your speech, we'll say, you realize, man, they haven't said anything in a while and they're just staring at me and I'm thinking, what's going through their head right right now? Are they still listening? And then I've also been on the other end of it, right? Where you, you, she's saying something to me and I'm less like. I have, uh, man, I haven't said anything for like two or three minutes. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I'm still listening. It's a weird feeling because usually conversation is right. Responses and everything. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling away here. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I said, uh, 2021 is here guys. Couldn't be happier. Uh, I talked today with Valerie about looking forward. Uh, her and I have some big plans ahead, big plans for ourselves, uh, personally. And, uh, we'll share those with you down the road. I'm sure. 
Um, but we talk every day about just kind of motivation, like little things. I'm a very visual learner. I'm a vi- very visual motivator. Like I like seeing uh, words written down. I like seeing having a, a maybe something that is a is an object that motivates me. And so we're both kind of in that that mindset right now of where we're we're kind of hungry and fueled and and ready to go with a, a lot of things for the new year upcoming. And I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier to share it with her. And uh, we're very excited. So we're happy to have 2020 behind us. We know there's still obstacles. Uh, but those are some of the discussions we have. And, and Valerie and I also discuss a little bit on the pod today about, you know, having differences, differencing differences of opinion. Uh, her and I don't really fight that often, which is very cool. Uh, we've had a few here and there. But, uh, uh, you know, her and I have very different viewpoints on things. Very different, very different. I mean, politically, we are very different. Uh, our backgrounds are different. Our, our viewpoints on religion are different. I mean, we're very different people. And I think it would surprise a lot of people to know that we do have a lot of differences. But yeah, we don't argue that much. We don't fight that much. I think there's a mutual respect there with her and I. So we'll, t- we'll talk on some of that stuff. And I think it, it also goes to show that getting along with people is is really an effort thing. You don't always have to be offended by everyone's comment. You don't always have to respond to people's comments. I mean, sometimes you just got to, I don't know, can't change the world necessarily with with one comment or one response, right? So uh, again, with Val, you guys will enjoy this, I hope. And, and she's been on here a few times. I try to have her on every few months. Uh, just, well, number one, to show you guys, I still have a girlfriend. Uh, but uh, I think it's fun to to have a conversation with her. You guys get to see a little bit of the banter and this and that. So a uh, fun episode with Val today on New Year's Day that you guys will hopefully enjoy. Uh, before that, we have a Suds with Studs segment, which is a brief segment we have on here. We do on Fridays, and it's usually talking about police, firefighters, uh, military. Uh, we've talked about a lot of Medal of Honor winners, and it's just a quick little outline summary uh, talking about one person or a group of people that we see as uh, inspiring. We, we They're heroes. And we call it Suds with Studs because these are people that we would love to sit down and have a beer with. And we'd buy not just the first round, but every single round. And some people that we discuss are people that have passed away. Uh, so it may not be you know possible, of course, but uh, we will probably never meet these people. But if we did, uh, I would definitely love to sit down and have a beer with them. And uh, whether or not we could, it was possible. It's the thought that counts. And that's how we came up with our our Friday segment, Suds with Studs. So we'll get to that and then immediately followed by the interview with Valerie Burns. I hope you all have a happy new year, guys. 2021 is finally here. Uh, I, I couldn't uh, be happier that the uh, to see a number change. You know, it's, it's much like uh, when you're seeing your team losing all game, all game, all game. You're staring at that scoreboard. And then at the very end, you kick a field goal and and your score now has more than the other team. That's what it feels like right now. I, I know it's just one little insignificant win, but seeing the calendar change, seeing that number change is is at least a start. It's a step. So let's, let's ride that wave and uh, see what happens. Anyway, enough out of me. Let's get to our Suds with Studs segment, and then we will immediately ring in the new year with my girlfriend, Valerie Burns.
Well, guys, it's Friday, and you know on Fridays we do suds with studs. We like to talk about heroes. We like to talk about people that inspire us, and I think uh, most people know what happened in Nashville on Christmas Day. So I thought I would talk about it in some detail, give you some names about some of the people that really avoided a tragedy. Some amazing police officers. I want to give you their names. I want to also encourage you guys to read up on these people, as I say every week in Suds with Studs, uh, because I can't do them justice. I wish I could. I wish I could talk long and give a great detailed account. But unfortunately, um, the show, our show, our podcast uh, must go on. And I would love to set aside some time to talk hours on hours about some heroes and things but in our suds with studs segment on fridays we just do a brief summary sometimes it goes a little long Uh, i I read a few things about some of the events or or the people that we're honoring and today we're going to talk about the nashville police officers who saved lives on christmas day just seven days ago christmas morning uh, when an explosion went off i'm going to read you their names i'm going to read you some accounts some stories um but again, I encourage you guys to not just let this slip by and just uh, oh, oh, another event where cops uh, did, did great work. No, go go read up on them. Do some searches, guys, because because these are truly amazing people. Um, Nashville named uh, hero cops uh, who who claimed uh, who cleared the area before the Christmas bombing. Uh, this is from. Uh, from uh, let's see here mayor john cooper said they are all heroes and i am grateful for them and all of nashville's first responders uh the six quick acting officers who evacuated buildings in downtown nashville putting themselves in danger uh to save lives on christmas morning uh uh, this is the metropolitan nashville police department identified the officers uh they ranged from rookie to 11-year veterans, and I'm going to read you their names right here. Officer Brenna Hosey, Officer James Lulin, Officer Michael Sipos, Officer Amanda Topping, Officer James Wells, and Sergeant Timothy Miller. Uh, when you see these names, I, I, those are six names right there, and I guarantee you that they saved a lot more than six people. There's no doubt about it in in their actions. Uh, These officers arrived at the scene shortly after 6 a.m. after responding to a call about shots being fired. They found the RV uh, blaring a a recorded warning. All buildings in this area must be evacuated now. All buildings in this area must be evacuated now, the voice said. The police officers immediately began knocking on doors and evacuating residents. Those officers saved lives today, said Metro Police Chief John Drake. Just three people were injured in the blast, which damaged nearby buildings and shattered windows for blocks. Mayor Cooper continued and said, This is a year where we understand what our first responders mean to our community time and time again. Unfortunately, on Christmas Day, you have another example of that. So I remember waking up Christmas Day uh, last week and seeing this and just going, Really? Are you serious? A bombing? A bombing on Christmas morning, no less. Like, there's never a good time for for a bombing. But, like, for someone to do this on Christmas Day, it's like, oh, I, I don't want to talk about the, the person because they're really not a person. Anyway, um, this is another article I saw regarding the, the event. And uh, I kind of want to read this for you word for word. This is from the Tennessean. Uh, this is uh, an article, brief one, on the officers and their 
act their actions really 15 minutes to clear the area and how and how Nashville police raced to save lives as a bomb ticked down. Nashville's police officers James James Wells and Amanda Topping sped to Second Avenue downtown early Christmas morning responding to a call for backup for a possible bomb. They parked their cars next to an RV. Then they heard a recorded female voice giving a warning from the vehicle. Your primary objective is to evacuate. Evacuate now, the voice said. They raced to move their cars. Topping used her vehicle to block 2nd Avenue. Wells parked his further away from the RV, then returned to help other officers evacuate residents. The message... Excuse me. The message began a countdown to detonation. 15 minutes to clear the area. The message echoed from Broadway up to Union Street. That's when my mindset changed, Wells said on Sunday as as officers spoke publicly about the moments before and after the bomb went off. He saw a surveillance camera above the rearview mirror inside the RV. The hair on the back of his neck stood up. 15 minutes to clear. Officer James Luland, Brenna Hosey, and Michael Sipos were already rushing door-to-door and alerting residents to leave the area. They had arrived earlier, responding to initial reports of gunfire on the street. The most veteran among the five officers on 2nd Avenue before the blast was Hosey, who had been with the department for four years. They called dispatch to get access codes to open locked doors and to some of the buildings. Once inside, they went door to door, floor by floor, evacuating residents. Seven families were assisted out from the first building. Hosey helped a mother with four children, two in a stroller, evacuate evacuate from one apartment. Her heart was in her throat. Music played between the warning messages coming from the RV. Its windows covered and license plate missing. Lulin remembers hearing those... Lyrics. It was downtown by Petula Clark. Wells scanned high ground and parking garages as he went in and out of buildings. He was looking out for a possible shooter. He told others to do the same. At that point when it started, I started preparing my mind for secondary things to happen. Their sergeant, Timothy Miller, gave orders through their radios. Topping was at her car, saw the trio of officers started walking toward them. She was antsy. She wanted to know if there were more buildings to clear. But then she saw Wells at his car and changed her direction to walk toward him instead. He had returned to his car to put on body armor and preparing for a possible shootout with a suspect. Wells began walking toward the RV when he, when he too felt a need to change direction. Quote, I literally hear God tell me to turn around and go back to Topping, who was by herself down on Broadway, he said, tearing up as he spoke. He took what felt like three steps, then the music stopped. He kept walking when suddenly he saw the color orange, and he heard a loud boom. Topping watched as flames rose up from behind Wells, who was stumbling to stay on his feet. The blast rocked him hard. Stay on your feet. Stay alive, he said. He told himself. He had to get to topping. She blinked and for a second couldn't see Wells. She said she just lost it. When he emerged, she sprinted towards him. Quote, I've never grabbed anybody so hard in my life. I grabbed him. He grabbed me and we just ducked into a doorway because we didn't know what was coming afterwards. 
Topping said. As windows shattered, glass rained down all around them. It felt like a scene out of a movie. Topping said, I was so scared that I just lost my entire detail because I didn't know where they were. The five officers began checking in via radios to make sure they were all alive, but Wells couldn't hear his radio because he temporarily lost hearing from the blast. Topping had told the others she was with him. They were all alive. The bomb devastated several blocks. Flames engulfed buildings and cars. Steel, bricks, and glass littered streets. Wells was placed in an ambulance to get his hearing checked. He realized three residents were injured and needed treatment. He got out, asked the medical techs to prioritize the civilians. On Sunday, Wells said he felt that he couldn't leave his unit. The voice from God, he said, saved his life. Quote, that's what got me to see my kids and my wife on Christmas, he said. Christmas will never be the same for any of us. Well, guys, it goes without saying that these people are truly remarkable individuals. They are heroes. I, I can't say it enough. I, I wish I had more for you today about them. I encourage you to go uh, read read up on these people. And a couple things that stood out to me was, number one, these people cared about other people. They were in that line of work. There, were, there was no hesitation in, in their actions. They, they knew there was a bomb, a potential bomb, and tried to help people. Number two, the explosion does go off. They are concerned more about their partners and also what might happen next. That, that to me is, is a remarkable mindset that something devastating just happened, but you're, you're on to what's next. And also not yourself, not caring about yourself, but caring about your teammates, your crewmates, uh, your partners that, that spoke volumes to me. And then thirdly, uh, stepping out of an ambulance when you're being checked because there's civilians who are injured and you want them to be prioritized. Um, that was that was just amazing. And and I, I commend these these six individuals. I, I, I think um, it goes without saying that these are six amazing people, wonderful police officers. And um, you know, with all the scrutiny police get these days, I just believe that uh, police officers again most of the time an overwhelming majority of the time uh, do the right thing and they also do things such as uh, they did on Christmas Day in Nashville that none of us could do none of us would want to do and I just applaud them I salute them all you are all heroes every single one of you for your quick actions and saving lives and uh, running towards danger again like many people were trying to run away from danger so to the Nashville heroes I salute you all I would love to have a beer with each and every one of you uh, Brenna Hosey James Lulin, Michael Sipos Amanda Topping, James Wells, Timothy Miller you are six individuals I would absolutely love to sit down and have a beer with and not just by the first round but every single round God bless you all, Merry Christmas to you all, I wish you um, uh, happy, joy, health, and happiness here in 2021. And just thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for your actions. Uh, Valerie and I actually know some people who live in Nashville. Uh, they were nowhere near the scene, but some of, one of their businesses uh, was damaged in this blast. So it does touch home a little bit. And uh, I, I think whether it does or it doesn't, uh, this was a, a cowardly act by a non-human. And um, 
to the police officers. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. We can't say it enough. Thank you uh, for your actions and your just your amazing story. Uh, what, what could have taken could have been a tragedy was uh, was uh, truly avoided. And uh, you guys are all heroes. And uh, again, just some of the types of people that we want to continue to talk about on our weekly segment, Suds with Studs. Well, I am joined once again by my lovely girlfriend, Valerie Burns. She hasn't been here since September. I figured we'd bring her on every few months or so, just so that people do realize that I actually do have a girlfriend still and made it through another quarter of the year. Uh, she hasn't killed me yet. She's here again. Uh, we are recording this the day after Christmas. This episode will be out on New Year's Day. So we're going to talk a lot about Christmas, uh, maybe some new beginnings, a new year. Valerie Burns. Thank you for being back here again. We'll get a lot to talk about and appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down with me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. Happy to have you back. Um, I was thinking about the upcoming episodes and how, okay, Fridays we've been having guests on who we do the long form interview, right? My podcast has changed a little bit and I had a good episode out on Christmas Day um, and I was thinking, well, New Year's Day is Friday. How can I, who should I? And I said, wait, what about Valerie? You and I have quite a few things <laughs> to look forward to in 2021. I thought, what better way, Val, to start off the new year than with you? Oh, 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 you sweet sap. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> no, I'm glad to be back. It's It's been a minute since I've been on here, so mm -hmm. it's nice to check in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, some people, you know, we our total plays, the last time you were on here, you got quite a few, you got over a hundred plays. So people are Ooh. interested. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe the banter you and I have a little bit, and there'll be a little bit of that today, I think. Most likely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll <laughs> Whether get... we plan it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not much, you know, just so you guys know, sometimes when I sit down with guests, I have a little outline that I put together, but it's very brief because most of what the conversation uh, ends up happening is things that I either think about when I'm talking with them. Uh, and it, so it's not like she sat down, she's like, what are we going to talk about? I said like four or five things. And then again, this is just total freelance. I talk to you every day, so this should be somewhat easy. I feel, yeah. And I feel like we're also going to go on a little bit of a tangent anyhow. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is kind of, I think that's happened a few times. So. Much like our relationship, Val. Yeah, there, we have an outline, but we color outside the lines at times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I said, it's the day after Christmas and you are well aware that Christmas is my favorite holiday. So for me, December 26th, I don't want to call it the worst day of the year, but it's always, you got all this buildup for so long and then it's all gone. And it's just like, it's, it's like the day after the Super Bowl for me too. It's just like, uh, I'm in a good mood today, but Christmas is over Val. And I hate saying those words. What are your thoughts on uh, Christmas being done? Oh gosh. I, <laughs> I think I told you yesterday, as soon as we got home from like everything, it just felt like. It was such a, well, for me, I had to wait a little while to buy Christmas gifts. So like last week I was rushing all well, this week too. I was rushing around a bit trying to get everything done and then it was all over in a day. So yeah, same thing. It's like, I feel a little let down. And then 
you you know that Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. So it's like it feels like that too. Like the day after Halloween is just like, oh well, come on, keep this going. <laughs> Let it last like the rest of the year. I don't know. I, I love the buildup to holidays, uh, especially you know Halloween's a good one. Christmas, I, I love this like. It's the only real, you think about it, there's there's Independence Day, Memorial Day, there's even Thanksgiving, there's a minor buildup, but really with Halloween and Christmas, it's like a month long at least of this like, hey, it's coming, it's coming, there's more decorations than any other holidays. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's more of a season than just one day for both of those holidays. Oh yeah, for sure. And it usually starts with football for you. That never used oh. to be a thing for me, by oh, the way, yeah. before I met you. Football was not a season, <laughs> it was just something that was on the tv uh now it's a freaking season mm-hmm. it's uh, to me like now after the last couple of years like it seems like well, it's part of the holiday season i tried to explain to you that you know from september to january all the playoffs so the first week of february um first weekend you know what those, those are times that are going to occupy a lot of my time and i used to umpire baseball so right after that i was gone weekends from february to may or even longer so now i'm not working any more baseball all you have to tolerate val is this very short football season. The short? Are you kidding? Very short. It's almost half a year. It, it goes around your birthday, which I think is wonderful and magical. And usually impedes it. And, but goes, okay. yeah, well, and, then, and it goes till just after my birthday. So if you think of it that way, it's kind of a magical time bookending a football season. We both know that I'm annoyed by how <laughs> how much time it takes up out of your life. <laughs> and my, well, our life, I should say. How, uh, how many like, times do you walk in? You're like, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, Looking at the TV, like, um, well. if you had like a paperback, <laughs> one of those old planners, I would look in it and it would probably be blacked out from 6 a.m. to midnight. Every week, time. week one, week two, week three. And I'm like, oh, he's got nothing. He's got no openings. And then screw you. I'm going to do my own thing. Hey, it's a, like I said, football. See, we talk about holidays and seasons. Well, yeah, I guess. Football runs throughout the holiday season, which is wonderful, I think. So anyway. It gets in front of it. Eh, well, you know. No, honestly, it is it is fun, though. Like, I, I like the feeling of having a lot of people around and doing I mean, obviously, we can't do that with freaking pandemic going on yeah, this year. Yeah. This year was obviously been a huge, yeah, huge difference for everybody involved. But yeah, I like that. I like, I didn't used to care very much before. And yeah, it's kind of cool, like, especially if we go to a bar all day. Like, we went um, to a place um in the OC they had outdoor seating and that was nice but they had the games on and yeah it was it was a lot of fun and I wish we could have stayed there all day but we had plans so yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah. that that would have been a good time we were visiting Sam and check out his new place and uh that was that was a good time yeah we we don't get out often anyway no and I I normally wouldn't have chosen to watch football in a bar all day before and now it's just funny. I'm just like oh okay so now this is tolerable (laughs) (laughs) much like I am uh, in your life yeah you, you grew on me let's just put it that way <laughs> Tol- because I've, I've told you before that like it's not about like breaking down every little play of the game i do that but uh it's it's the atmosphere the vibe when you have people over for a game or a couple games or whatever um and then you're out and you're seeing how other people react i mean there's nothing better yeah. when you're when you're eating your breakfast sandwich or something and someone on the other side of the room is like yeah come on you yeah. know or it's something random it's no, fun. the energy is a lot of fun, actually. I used to have been to Italy and I happened to be there during um, the Euro Cup and it was Italy against Germany. And this town that I stayed in was unique. And anyway, they had a screen in like one of the village squares, humongous screens so everyone could watch it. And 
I just, I didn't care one thing about soccer, but just being around all that. And it's the same with football here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the exact same. So it's just like, I don't know, just that aspect especially is fun. Energy for sure. Yeah. And uh, see, see, Val, I think personally, I have calmed down over the years we've oh, been dating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, we, since the Ram, we recorded last in early September, the Rams started uh, in middle September. And uh, I think I've I've been rather calm on Sundays in that three and a half hour window when the Rams are playing. You don't hear any noises from me or anything, do you? Oh, my God. I can't believe you think that you've calmed down. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need to check you into a mental institution. <laughs> you have no self-awareness at all. <laughs> I think you've blocked out my my anger and my joy. I'm definitely more used to it than I used to be. Let's just yeah. put it that way. If I don't hear it, it's because I'm starting to learn to tune you out. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing it, but <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I think no way that you're calmer. <laughs> you just put it out. There's no effing way you're calmer. Get I, it out of your head. <laughs> I, think you, I think you are... Let's see. I think you're very aware being in the other room if the Rams are winning or losing without even knowing the score. Sometimes uh, I can't tell what your little shouts are. <laughs> so I don't know if they're good shouts or bad shouts. But then I peek my head around the corner and your face will tell me. So yeah, like, <laughs> it'll, usually, it'll usually look like you're growling or you'll look like you're someone just like shot Santa Claus before Christmas. That is the perfect analogy. That is the best analogy wow. ever. Yeah. That, yeah. that is the perfect analogy. That that touches my heart. Uh, but if yeah. they're winning, you look like you're going to cry happy tears. Like, <laughs> that's like, you don't see it often. I mean, it's, no, it's like one of three. That's it. It's sad, uh, angry, and joyous. My like, Rams. That's it. Oh, my Rams. Yeah. They never love me back. That's what I tell people about your pro sport, your favorite team is they're never going to love you back. Just know that. It's an abusive relationship is what it is. So uh, anyway, yes, you love me back a whole lot more than the teams do. I, I, I get still more emotional. And uh, yeah, I, get, I do get worked up. I, big game big big game on Sunday against the Seahawks. I'm a little worked up. So <laughs> yeah, be prepared. I'm going to just wear my earplugs all day. Maybe I'll go play my bagpipes so I can tune you out oh, even better. There you go. There you go. Whatever. Oh, man. Man, I'm worried. <laughs> uh, but like starting this new job I've had, I've told you a couple times, um, I mean, you, you know how important watching the Rams game is to me. And like there, I work nights now. So the, the couple times the Rams run Monday night football or Thursday night football, I recorded the game and I'd come home and I'd warn you, I said, Hey, I know you're going to be going to sleep. I'm watching the game. Um, and I would tell you, I've tried all day today or all evening to not know the score to not. So please don't say anything. Please don't leave anything out. Don't leave a TV on by accident. I'm coming home. I may or may not say hello to you. <laughs> I'm going to have a blindfold on and just get to the room and turn the game on. And uh, I've apologized about it, but you said no. You've been, Well, you've said you've been understanding, but you, you probably think I'm a lunatic for doing that, don't you? Uh, no, I actually, I get it. Because <laughs> if someone, so the Wonder Woman movie, ugh, I can't even talk. The Wonder Woman movie came out yesterday. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. And I got Wonder Woman gifts, which was amazing. Thank you to everybody. But um it would be like someone telling me exactly how that went down before I get a chance to see it. And that's why I can't even look on like Facebook or anything. All I've, all I've seen so far is people love it, but I won't look at it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah until I see it. So it's, I get it. You gotta be I careful. get it. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just something, it's something you care about and you don't want it to be spoiled before you get to see it. I get it. And a couple of those times you were home, uh, you, you, you know, you're home at nights and, and you happen to see the score. And so, Oh yeah. Knowing the score you kind of knew my emotion, what it was going to be four or five hours later. Yeah. And so you kind of kept it to yourself. You knew. 
and you don't watch much of the game or anything, but you saw the score and you're like, oh, okay, I know how he's going to feel later, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I was trying so hard not to tell you because I knew they were going to win. Okay. And uh, I think it was like two weeks ago. And uh, Patriots. Patriots game. Was it the Patriots yeah. game where they just like annihilated they were them? Up big, yeah. yeah it, it was um it was so hard not to tell you because I wanted to be like, dude, they got their asses kicked. Like <laughs> and then I just said let you go watch it and I couldn't tell you. Well that's, that's the other thing. I've never okay, another thing. I've never cared about that before. I've never mm-hmm. wanted to be like, Oh my god, they got their butts kicked. I've never <laughs> wanted to tell someone that before. It's kind of hilarious to me. But you see that the joy it brings me or the misery. And yeah, uh, misery sucks. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I and yes, even though I start watching the game at, say, 11 o'clock at night, a game that's already happened, I still have the same emotions. I'm still shouting at the TV, even though stuff is already not that they can hear me in real time. But she often tells me that she goes, you know, they can't hear you. Right. I'm like, I know, but I can hear me. This is about <laughs> letting it out for me and calling them names and, and throwing things at times. Rarely. But yeah, I have the same emotion watching a game that's been recorded, uh, in, in you know, versus real time, and, and I shouldn't, but it does feel a little odd, I guess. A it's little- kind of funny. It's kind of funny <laughs> to watch because, <laughs> because, like, there are times where I, I seriously, I want to tell you to stop it and stop shouting, but then I know, like, you know what, whatever. If he holds it in, he's not going to be pleasant later. So, well, we used to watch games. You'd be on the couch next to me. We're playing on your phone or maybe we'd uh, get cozy up or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think you learned rather quickly that you can't because my shouts come randomly right into your ear. And I almost punched you in the face multiple (laughs) times for that. That hurts so bad. I was, oh, like everyone just listen to this. This has happened more than once. And you think I would learn or he would. But anyway, sitting right next to him like kind of cuddled up and then something happened where someone, I don't know, missed a catch or something. And you just, I'm like, do you, are you not aware that my head is right <laughs> next to yours? That my eardrum is like getting direct assault from your freaking shouts. Like, Oh yeah, it was babe. Was don't blame me. So now blame the receiver who so dropped the pass. Now I'm like two yards away from you because, <laughs> and no, I'm not blaming the receiver. You can control yourself. <sighs> You're a grown man. Sometimes. Mostly. And then, <laughs> yeah, just no, just no. And I know I'm not the only one that's happened to. I'm not going to get a whole lot of, you know, sympathy, but like that is ridiculous. That is something that everyone should don't blow out your girlfriend's ear. Just don't do that. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I, 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 I'm aware that I have a problem and uh, you know, the first step <laughs> to conquering a problem is admitting it. So I don't know that I'll ever fix it, but uh, I do know that it's an issue and I'm trying to just take one second before I scream. A lot of times I've grabbed a pillow late at night and screamed into it, uh, you know, when watching these games, but I'm, I'm trying my best That's to way better. keep That's my like patience. That's, way better. I, and I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, the Rams, the mediocrity, whatever. But as soon as I got with you, babe, with the first year, the Rams were in LA and they weren't very good. And that next year, the Super Bowl run, I mean. Oh, that was nuts. You saw a different side of me. So uh, this is a rare window where the Rams are, I'll say relevant, not good, not great, but relevant. And so, uh, in a few short years, they'll probably be terrible again. And, and anyway, no. you, you'll see the vicious cycle. I don't think they will. I think <laughs> I think they've got a good thing going. I know they're not doing so great, but like I think they'll they'll try to keep up their caliber. They oh. got the Super Bowl in the second year. What was it? The second year with McVay? That yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so look at you. Uh, you. See, I never cared about this before, you and now <laughs> they right. got to the Super Bowl though. Even though they didn't win it, 
Brady was still with the Patriots, so of course they didn't win it. Oh, but like, it's fine. I get look it. Look at you. Look at you, the analyst. I love it. Well, let's get back to Christmas. Um, oh, we we had a buildup of Christmas. Um, the decorations went up. Uh, I think December. I don't think we we did the whole Thanksgiving thing. Nah. Um, but the house looked great. We put up not one but two Christmas trees. Um, the stockings, the 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 stuff, the train stuff by the bar or not train, whatever the, the village. The village yeah. yeah. I mean, it was really a nice atmosphere here. And as far as the gifts go, for me, it was the first year where I didn't go out and buy gifts. I said, you know what? I don't have time. I'm sitting at a computer and I did stuff online and just went through a list and pick, picked uh, different things for different people. Um, and you know you know me, Val. I love getting stuff done early. There's mm -hmm. a special, oh, he just does it <laughs> for me, planning and getting things done early. Um, you had some challenges, as you said, with mm -hmm. Christmas. Um, but you got it done. I mean, I will say this, knowing you for a few years now, you excel great from that time period from like December 20th to like the 24th. You're all in. You're, you're, you're Wonder Woman at that time. Oh God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's because I actually love, like you, I love giving gifts to people. I love finding things that they're going to enjoy and like seeing people slide up and, you know, you give it to them. Um, and somehow, even when it's last minute, somehow I find really great stuff. But I also like, like my mom asked me for some help with something during that week. And I like, I tell everyone, no, I tell, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not helping anyone with anything. I need to get this done. It's Christmas for crying out loud. And I just boom, knock it out because it is, it's super important. And if you're not able to like space it out, that's one thing that I wish I had done this year was like save up money beforehand so that I could continually buy gifts over the year. I say that every year too. <laughs> I know, but I've done it a few years before. Like, you know, I've, I did it a couple years in a row and oh my God, was that like the most amazing non-stress Christmas season. And then this year I was like a little stressed as everyone mostly is, unless you do all your shopping online, like smart people do. And yeah, it just was, it was nice not having to worry about, you know, driving everywhere, the traffic, the mayhem. And mm -hmm. then this year being especially weird because we all have to wear masks and be all socially distant, whatever it felt. That was the odd thing. Actually, I'm going to mention this right now. I went to one of the last stops I made. Um, it was like Chino spectrum area and the parking lot. Normally I feel like things are loud during Christmas time. You know, and even when, when I was shopping, it there was noise, but it, it just felt quiet. Everything felt quiet. No one was really talking a whole lot. And then even in parking lots, I usually hear like noise. I hear music. I don't know. <sighs> Something. Everything was very subdued in like the weirdest way. Maybe it was in my head because, you know, we all just know what's happening. But no one, there wasn't as much cheer. You can feel it. You, you can feel yeah, it. Yeah. You, you can come through the, 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 the ears as senses, but you can just feel that things are different. And yeah, I, I understand that a lot, that eerie feeling like, wait, what's, what's going on? Because no, this... everyone, we all, we all know that this sucks. So oh, we're absolutely. dealing with it. We're coping, but absolutely. we all know it sucks. Yeah. I, I was happy to see that some people still, you know, I'm a big Christmas spirit guy. Like, okay, the lights are up. It's not just that it's people out shopping. It's uh, people, you know, just, just Christmas in general. And, and I talked to a few people, uh, randomly that, you know, like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it this year. And I'm like, man, you gotta, that's where you gotta dig deep. I guess so. Yeah. You gotta dig deep to find that Christmas spirit because things aren't always wonderful. No. I mean, most of the time I, I would say this, tell me if you agree, all the Christmases you've had over the years, I would say most years, especially in my adult years, 
come December, I usually have something tough I'm going through. It, it could yeah. be, it could be anything. One specific yeah. thing could be a list of things I'm talking about people or events or there's always something. And I have to look inward to be like, I need to embrace Christmas and, and everything it stands for. So have you had that experience too? Yeah, definitely. Um, like the last maybe six years or so, like it's mostly everyone's dealing with money stuff and I'm not immune, but a lot of it has honestly been like something will happen. Yeah. Like you said, something will happen. Some weird family thing or gosh, I can't even think of any other examples other than just like worrying about money. But yeah, I had to move back in about, Oh God, what year was that? Eight years. Wow. Eight years ago, I had to move back in with my folks for a while and I didn't have a job at the time. So I had to like build up my life again. Yeah. <laughs> and that Christmas was really rough. I mm -hmm. remember that I was struggling, but I found, I found a way to make it all happen mm -hmm. somehow. So, but yeah, like there's always something always, there's, and there's always something. It's hardly ever just like, Oh, it's Christmas to me is a time to reflect and maybe just appreciate the little things. Cause so, and, and especially this year, so much negativity going on around us. Uh, 2020 is one year I, I know we're, we're going to be happy to, to see go. Uh, but Christmas is that time to, to again, embrace your family, embrace uh, friends, be appreciative of gifts, do something for other people and to look forward. You look back, but you also look forward. And I, I don't think this year was any different. Doesn't Christmas Eve, that time that it, the sun kind of goes down until about noon on Christmas day, isn't that time like super special and feel the same every year? Yeah, it is. I love it. I love that feeling. Oh, it's it's great. You hear you feel the fireplaces, the lights, just mm -hmm. you know Santa's coming. I mean, it's just I love it. I love that. <laughs> oh man, you're such a Christmas dork. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. I guess I guess you are right about that. Uh, but, Sorry to say it, but you are. Well, it's very cute. <laughs> Stop it. I can take this out if you want. No, 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 no. Authentic <laughs> for sure. Uh, but Val, there's one thing that I just I hate about Christmas, and I don't even want to say it. That, well, I I do. I hate it. And thank God I have you because I do not rap. I won't do it. I, tr I got home the other night. You were asleep. I tried to wrap one of your gifts and I about put a hole through the wall. You actually saw some of the destruction the next morning. You I was saw a little mad at you. I had to <laughs> clean up after it. It's like you destroyed a lot of the wrapping paper. I, I <laughs> sure did. I sure. And the gift didn't even get wrapped. I, I, I went and You looked. stuffed it in a bag. I did. I saw it. I you stuffed it in a bag. But- you could have gone and picked up a bag and wrapped it in tissue paper. That's what I do with stuff I don't want to wrap usually. You're right. Like if I don't want to wrap it with wrapping paper, I put it in a bag. You're right. And uh, and I'm the guy that I want. I like gifts out and gifts wrapped and it all over the house for days leading up to Christmas because I think that kind of adds to the spirit and everything. So when you did that a few days uh, before Christmas, I was very appreciative. Not just that it was done, but... I didn't have to do it. And I appreciate Hi. that. Thank you so much. Well, you're so welcome. And I have to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm happy I did it because they looked really pretty and I color coordinated everyone's wrappings. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I know some people wrap a lot of their gifts and all the same stuff. It's like, no, <laughs> wrap it. <laughs> like yours were for sure red and green. I did like mistletoe ones. I did poinsettia wrapped ones. It, it was awesome. See, and all I, the papers, not obviously poinsettias. And I just wanted paper over the gifts. That's all I really care I know. About. Guys but don't care. But we, that's part of the pretty thing though about Christmas. <laughs> like if they're wrapped like crap, <laughs> does that look good under the tree? No. I love the gifts. I, I buy the gifts and then as soon as I see them either wrapped or in a bag, usually bags, fellas, or boxes. I did find a few boxes 
where I just had to put a ribbon. Oh on. yeah, the gift boxes. Those yeah, those are, are those are great. great. Those Def- are definitely invented by men. Probably invented by a woman for men. I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Ooh, good line. It's probably yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> one nothing. One nothing burns. Because they're probably we're kind of sick of you guys wrapping our gifts like oh, shit. So yeah, yeah, excuse my language. I'm oh, sorry. Hey, hey, hey. Put um, a beat button in there. Uh, anyway, uh, no, it's it's true. I just I despise wrapping. I've tried. I have zero patience. I just I try to fold the tape and do the thing, and I just I probably could do it at some time in my life with with very strict training. It's also just practice, but whatever. I know. I, know. I just I, oh, I enjoy it. It looks so nice. Well, you did great. We had our little studio here that turned into kind of Santa's workshop. We had all the gifts. Mm-hmm. I lined them up with uh, post-it notes for you, mm-hmm. and uh, you did a spectacular job oh, of, of wrapping them. And uh, again, the, the days leading up to Christmas to me are are almost what make it so special you see things start to go in the works mm. you know so uh christmas eve for us was cool i got off early that was nice raced home a christmas eve tradition is in and out burger <laughs> absolute must uh, that was pretty great sam did it he did not uh get it or sam we didn't do it together but he did get it um and while i was at in and out i texted you this i was just like overcome i was sitting there waiting for my food our food because I picked a, us up some before I brought it home. And this kid walks up to me and he goes, here you go. And he hands me this gift card. And I'm like, what's it? He goes, Merry Christmas. He goes, thank you for, uh, I had my uniform on. He says, thank you for being a FedEx driver. And I'm like, oh man, I just like, I got all like Christmassy and just emotional. I was like, man, that is so cool. And this kid was walking around giving people Chris, uh, gift cards for Christmas, just wanted the Christmas spirit. And I said, what's your name? And he goes, he goes, Matthew. I go, oh, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I was I was a melting, just puddle of a man. You were a wreck when you came home with that in and out. Oh, man. <laughs> you were. I, felt- I have a Christmas story for you, Val. <laughs> it was just like. It was like Tiny Tim oh, just started walking goodness. right in front of you or something without his crutch. Oh, it was hilarious. I, I just love the, 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 the spirit again. And the, the kid was just, at a young age, he was like, he wanted to give stuff to strangers. And I thought it was so cool and uh, definitely made my Christmas Eve. And then come home to you. We had our in and out. Uh, I made up some uh, eggnog uh, and it, it was rather good. It was actually very good. Uh, you were cooking uh, pasta dishes, right? For the, oh, day, for the next just, day? Just the one. Yeah. I had to modify it a little bit. And I found out I left. It was my first time ever making the recipe. It was something I had when I was in Italy and I wanted to see if I could recreate it. And I almost did. It was actually very close. I forgot to put the milk in the sauce. So that was special. And it's why it didn't taste quite like it did in Italy. But there's a couple other reasons too. I wasn't about to hand make the pasta with no pasta making. Still delicious. Still delicious. It was pretty good. I have to say it was pumpkin filled pasta with um, this ragu sauce, homemade ragu sauce that I forgot to put the damn milk in. So it wasn't completely ragu, but you know. Make the list. Oh, man. No, Christmas. uh, It was really good. It's a great start to Christmas. Uh, We had a good Christmas Eve. We we said, you know, we we did the whole, hey, we have gifts for each other. And we did, okay, let's open one on Christmas Eve. And then we went, (laughs) okay, let's do half of ours. You know, three, whatever we had, five or six. And then we, after a couple, like, no, let's let's unwrap them all. The whole thing. (laughs) Just let's get it over. We're like, you know what? Tomorrow we got family time. We're going to get other gifts. Let's do all of ours tonight. And so we did. But it was just funny how it, let's just have a sip. No, never mind. Let's, <laughs> no, let's, let's drink the whole bottle. <laughs> have a sip. Open all the gifts. Oh, God. Felt like kids again. Like, oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. 
you remember did you did you guys open gifts on christmas eve or christmas day no i As think kids. eventually once we got a little older especially because demi my little sister she was we were practically grown up and she was still a very young kid mm-hmm. so like she would get so excited and then we ended up doing like okay everyone gets to open one gift on christmas eve yes and i think i think a few times they were pajamas so they'd have us open like our pajamas so we could wear them to bed perfect yeah and then um but yeah no we we made sure we waited till the next day i think uh, our parents started to do that with us too is uh one gift on christmas eve one gift and it was fun and it was just like you look so forward to that and what what i think it's a because i'm a big christmas morning guy right and christmas eve is awesome too but what i think it does is it gives you a little taste and then you go to bed with even more anticipation yeah. as a kid. It's hard to sleep. Yeah. You're like, oh man, all those gifts are downstairs ready for me. And there's going to be more because Santa's coming. It's just like, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, just to oh, taste sometimes. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, how long did it take for you to get your parents up and into the living room to open the damn gifts? So I talked about that Christmas. So Christmas morning to me, you know, on Saturdays, which was the day everyone's home in the morning, you know, it was all about cartoons, right? And we knew, don't make a lot of noise. Mom and dad are sleeping. They're sleeping in. Uh, we could get up and watch cartoons. But but Christmas morning, that that went out the window. That was different. That was like, that was the one day a year. You could run down the hall, wake them up. Wake up, wake up. You know, I wake up Sam. And my mom would put on, she'd wake up and she'd put a smile on real quick. My father, not so much. He would give the old, uh, you know, the, the growl that you see in me a lot at times. And- <laughs> Uh, you know, he would need a cup of coffee or two, but it felt like an hour for them to get physically get out of bed. It did feel like an hour get to the tree. Let's it go. Felt like they were doing it on purpose. Is what it felt like it's like, okay, I know you have to pee, but there is more important stuff happening. Let's in this go. Living let's room. go. Well, then, I think my mom tried a couple times to like wait for us or make us wait to, for her to get hot chocolate going. And we were just like, are you kidding? We or, or she'd have coffee going or something. Yeah, we did that. Uh, and that was the one time of year where we did hot chocolate with milk. We usually just did water, mm-hmm. but we'd have hot milk and it tasted so much better. But yeah, it does that first morning, that Christmas morning. And it seemed every year early, we get up earlier and earlier and earlier. And uh, my dad probably was like most fathers, like, oh, why? come on, I'm trying to sleep. But, uh, Christmas morning. Yeah. We, we'd run down the hall and get him. Same thing with you. <laughs> oh yeah. But it felt like I was, you know, herding cats to get everyone in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in, in wrapping up Christmas, Val, no pun intended, uh, I had a great time with you. As always, it was uh, just just a great couple uh, couple days and the buildup and everything. You, you knocked it out of the park. Oh, well, so thank great you. job. You Merry too. Christmas. It was spectacular. Well, Valerie, as I've mentioned, this episode is to air on New Year's Day, January 1st. 2021 very excited bye bye 2020 yes bye felicia get out of here get out of here 2020 uh i know for a lot of people more than any other year new year's eve new year's day uh i think everyone multitude of people are gonna be looking forward to to new year's day new year's eve i know i am i am not generally into new year's i think it's like okay whatever but this year specifically after everything we've been through, the entire country, the entire world, I mean, right? Flipping the page is going to be spectacular. Oh, I know everyone's looking forward to it. I mean, <clears throat> I know I'm hoping that it'll bring about, I know they rushed through with that vaccine, <laughs> but hopefully it's really going to work. And 
if like they can actually distribute that, especially to people who really need it. Honestly, that's how they should do it. Yeah. People who are more at risk, those should, those are the people who should get it first. Oh, naturally. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's hoping for that. So, and then obviously it's going to be a little bit of a rough road with, uh, you know, financially and everything like that. But I think we'll all push through it. It's going to take a little while, but I think we'll push through it. Oh, uh, definitely. And, and without getting, I mean, I guess we didn't talk about this, but for, for as far as 2020 is gone, I mean, job wise for both of us, it's been a roller coaster. My entire, everything I've known, everything I do, that all came to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. All my baseball season, which is my most lucrative time of the year, uh, that came to a screeching halt. So all that income was gone. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do. I jumped on unemployment, uh, managed to get through, you know, hang in there until September when I got a new job for you. It's been almost a bigger roller coaster because you had a job in February, uh, <laughs> through March until the lockdown. Yeah. Furloughed mm-hmm. on unemployment. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I mean, I was lucky started a new job for a few, a month or two so. months, two months. And then they, it slowed down there and the work dried up. And because I was one of the new hires, I was one of the first to go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now I finally have another one, which is so much closer. Oh my God, <laughs> so much closer and a little bit higher pay. So things work out. Things work out, you know? You know, yeah, God willing. Like, I think they like me there. So, I mean, just fingers crossed. And yeah. I like it a lot. I think they're great people. I think it's it's really, it was a really awesome thing to hear. And, and when I started in September, I, I never expected to kind of go into the line of work I'm in now. And for you to have three different jobs this year uh, and beyond. Uh, sorry, this sounded weird. When you Unemployment. Said it. I know. I mean, it's, it's, look at. There's a lot of people that would have loved to have had three jobs this year because oh, a I lot know. of people had none. I know. Or uh, you know, are still looking for it, and it's a tough industry right now to go into anything right now. Yeah. So, um, no, it, it worked out for us. But yeah, we were both. You guys have heard us on the podcast before. We were at home on unemployment. I mean, not really doing anything, and. Now to see that we have a little structure in our life is mm. just so fulfilling and I'm so grateful. Oh, right there with you. I I was really worried there for a minute, especially before the holidays. <laughs> like I wasn't going to have any money for Christmas gifts. So um, no, honestly, we, we lucked out is the best way I can say it. Like yeah. we, we were very fortunate. Well, for me, I really think these past few months, it's given us some real momentum into mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. Uh, I've been working at FedEx for three months now. Uh, you've been at your new job almost a month. And I, I, I really, I am confident that like, that's almost like first hurdle out of the way, I'd say, Mm uh, as far as obstacles, you know, we, we, it was almost like the first win of 2020 for us, like as we roll into 2021. So for me, it's momentum and I'm excited for the things to come. And, uh, I mean the new job, it suits you well, right? Oh yeah. Like it's a, it's a really great company. It's international. Um, it's a textile company and they're doing okay. Like they, and oh gosh, here was the best part. It made me feel really good about working there in these, in these horrible, crazy times. Well, I shouldn't say horrible. We're all bearing through it, but, um, the company is actually a Taiwan, um, based company Mm. and the CFO travels over there like to Taiwan to China and 
she happened to be there. She hasn't been back, I'm sure, but she happened to be there right when everything was breaking out and they were starting to implement all the regulations that they had to implement to contain it. And so she brought back all of the rules and regulations that they were implementing over there. And so no one at the company at the warehouse, nothing, no one's gotten COVID hmm. because like everyone's been wearing masks, yep. sanitizer is everywhere. <laughs> social, social distancing, like everything they've been doing everything right. And no one has gotten it that yeah. works there. Controlling and, what you can yeah. control is huge. Um, no, I, I, I'm good with that. Uh, or agree with that. I think, but uh, you know, Man, with this new year, I know that you and I have a lot of plans. We've discussed uh, goals and plans. And one thing I want to talk about with you is, you know, when I first met you, you had all these uh, th- these goals and plans and some you've reached, some you haven't. Uh, I'm the same way. I think in planning and preparing for the future type of thing, um, sometimes I find myself, I can talk about it. I can talk about it. I can talk about it. But until I start to take steps, take action, goals and plans and, and dreams, we'll say even, you can't start to achieve them until you start taking action. And mm-hmm. I found myself talking about a lot of things. So uh, do you feel similarly? I know we got big things ahead for us in 2021, hopefully. Oh, for sure. Now, one of the things that I've been wanting to get back to forever is flying and simply the big reason I haven't been able to is because it's expensive as heck <laughs> to get. So I would probably need a second job at some point or, you know, um, ask for a raise or something. And it's just tough. It's a very tough industry to get through, even with all the help that you can get these days. And I would probably apply for some aid of some kind. But that's truly that's like one of the only goals that I haven't really been able to get yet. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that I haven't. Yeah. Got it. I just yeah. haven't yet. Not yet. I like. And that. honestly, like looking back, I think I've mentioned this before. Um, but if I had continued with my training at the time when I first got my pilot's license, if I had continued to be able to become like a commercial airline pilot, I I might have been kind of screwed at this point because of everything that's broken out. However, on the other hand, I probably could have just stuck with, because at that point I would be at least a certified flight instructor. I could have probably stuck with that for a while because that's probably the only thing that kept going uh, during this whole pandemic. I know the airline industry is suffering. (laughs) So anyway, um, but yeah, no, I don't even feel, I I do talk about it, but I don't feel like it's something that I'm like compensating for and talking Mm -hmm. about it, you know, like, oh, I just haven't been there yet. No, I, I really feel like that's still in my future. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I'm a firm believer in it too. But like for me, like I looked at for years, I mean years, I talked about getting a regular job, a ri- oh, full-time <laughs> job. Mean, yeah. I talked about it. You know, I was I loved officiating. It's a love-hate relationship, really, but I was traveling, I was making good money in the spring. Um, I love the freedom kind of aspect mm-hmm. of it. I love doing something unique, the challenge and but I've said it for years. Oh, I gotta get a real job, I gotta get a real job. And I've tried a few, but not fully tried, you know? And so when August rolled around September and I just said, you know what, I'm going to apply and pursue these things. A few leads I have in this area. I just went all in and I felt so much better about it that it was a goal, a small goal kind of checked off. Like, yeah. And not just getting the job Val, but walking away from officiating because it's been such a big part of my life for 10, 11 years and, you know, it was tough to say goodbye, but it was like, okay, I'm, I'm 
not closing the book, but there's just a new chapter for me now. And so again, talking, I think talking about things and planning things, eventually you got to take action. And I think you and I are both in agreement on that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah you can't just hope and sit and wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I like that you've got something that you can at the very least tolerate and that you actually, <laughs> that you actually like it because I know that was like a stressor for you. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to make a transition from the gig life that we were both kind of doing for a little bit mm-hmm. into uh, gainful employment yep. and steady paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Let me tell you. Such a uh, peace of mind. It peace is. Mind, and, yeah. and, and am I making more money than I was officiating? I would say not in baseball season. Baseball season is making a lot of money, but it's consistent. There's benefits, which is huge. And I know that for me, that is a load off. It, it's, I have slept better the past few months mm-hmm. because there is less stress. There, I'm a very stressed out, uh, worryful person in general. You're well, well aware of this. And I would be up at nights just because I couldn't sleep. I'd be. I, it's hard for me to just put things aside mm-hmm. that I worry about. And I don't know if, if you are that way or you can comment on, on me because you've seen me go through this for a few years. But it's really hard for me to calm down and not worry about things. And I, I've been able to a little bit more the past few months. I know. I can tell. Like you're actually <laughs> sleeping, which that always drove me nuts that you never seemed like you got enough sleep. And because yeah. you would toss and turn and whatnot. And now I can tell like you're more relaxed and you're definitely, yeah. definitely. I'm, I'm glad because peace of mind is just everything honestly everything everything well we have some like i said big plans in 2021 we have mapped them out we have a checklist if you will we're not just talking about it we are making steps daily Mm -hmm. to get there and i think the next time you're on this podcast which will be in a few months uh we will have some different goals that we have achieved and reached and we'll be talking about a lot of those things when uh, when we get there so yeah I can't wait for that. I can't wait either. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be gonna be amazing. I can't even talk. <laughs> I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we're gonna be really happy with what we achieve at that point. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and it's a couple different things. It's not one specific thing. It's just a few things. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Uh, now, let me ask you this, Val. You and I, for the most part, get along very well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I I'm I'm very happy. I'm very grateful for you. Um, the funny thing is, you and I are very different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really into sports. You've never really been involved in that. Um, you're very into music. I've been a little music, but I would say you and I have a lot of differences. And I think it would surprise some people that we get along so well, even though we do have differences. I mean, our backgrounds are different. Uh, politics, we, we disagree on some subject, subjects, but there is a sense of respect, I think, at all times, which I think is very important, mutual mm-hmm. respect. I mean, what do you make of us being different? And and maybe we've had a few disagreements and, and much like a fight, I'd say they usually end in a draw. There's not too, <laughs> ma- there's not too many knockouts, right? But uh, I think we get along well for maybe having disagreements or different viewpoints. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I like that about us because no couple is supposed to agree on everything. Yeah. If you go into any relationship, friendships, whatever, with, with that attitude that you're going to agree on everything, you're going to be very disappointed. And <clears throat> I think we agree on all the important, the things that are truly important to us. 
um mostly you know yeah um i don't want to like give instances or anything oh no no, but but i think yeah and that leaves a lot of room for us to be able to deal with the fact that we don't agree on everything it's Mm -hmm. like okay the things that are core and important um i think that that leaves a lot of room for just being able to think on our own like we don't that's the the other thing like you don't have to adapt to your partner's beliefs that's actually not healthy in my opinion (laughs) truly i don't think that's healthy at all well i see this a lot of times and Mm -hmm. there's times i speak up not specifically to you but at times like when when comments are made or there's different you know belief systems when when i i've found that for some people they cannot they cannot not say something or not comment on somebody's comment or, or, or whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be social media. It could be real life. Uh, for me, I've learned if someone says something I disagree with, I don't have to chime in. I don't know why we do that as a society. Now someone says something you disagree with, and maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a loved one. And people feel like, oh, I got to jump in and say my opinion. And it's like, wait a minute. They said what they said. You don't have to challenge them. Like you have your beliefs. I have my beliefs. Like you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know. Some people cannot be silent. It's weird. Oh, for sure. And I think the whole like jumping in on something, it's a case by case basis because if some, someone says something really outlandish and outrageous and yeah, yeah. wrong, like <laughs> it's kind of hard to stay quiet. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you know what kind of stuff I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but when, but I feel like that's always been a thing. It's just that now is like, there's several platforms for people to argue And unfortunately, like people get too hung up on social media, like we'd rather argue with people online than go and talk to people. And that's the other thing about social media. I'm not knocking it like completely because there's good things about it. But for the most part, I think that social media also provides such a distance where you would not say the things that you say online to that same person's face in a discussion. Mm -hmm. And if you are bravo, like if you're, if you're just being that authentic all the time not that that's inauthentic but like bravo like if you're that brave you might get yourself punched a few times <laughs> but to go online and say things that you would never say to that person yeah. you know face to face and there's also there's so many ways for any comment to be taken out of context when you can't even hear that person's tone like all that crap and people get so hung up on it and to me that's one of the reasons I've like especially backed off with political type stuff mm-hmm. on my Facebook because like, I don't know if those people would ever say that stuff to my face. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. dude, and it stressed me out reading it. It's like, well, fuck you too. Like, sorry, I said cussed again. It's like, well, screw you too. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. this is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Cause it, like just all of it, I think it's ridiculous. I'm sure there's people who agree with me on that. Like it, it just, I why just, waste your life on that? Oh uh, no, I, I hear you. I just try to, I look at it from a laughter standpoint. I, I've I've been more about sarcasm now than anything, but but I'm talking about in person too. You know, I don't know how many times someone will say something around me that I disagree. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. I'll just shake my head. Some people don't have the ability to be like, no, that's wrong. Oh this yeah, they got to start an argument right I'm there. Like, Dude, yeah, just, I know. Okay, they said what they said. Why can't you just ignore that? Like everyone, it just seems everyone wants to jump into a cause or a. Uh, I, I don't know. Everyone's I mean, like a know-it-all now. Oh, well, which is weird. Experts. Which is weird because like not everyone's doing the research on the stuff they're talking about. So it's like not everyone's a know-it-all, yeah. <laughs> but they act no, like it. People yeah. act like it. I've, I'm actually I'm a little guilty of that myself sometimes. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, yeah, I've I've come off as like this little idiot know-it-all, and I just <laughs> <laughs> your words, not <Shush>. mine. 
luckily <laughs> I've kept it, you know, narrowed down, but that's, that's the other thing. I recognize it. So I guess that anyway. Yeah. Um, no, you, but the, the bottom line is with, with you and me, I, I've appreciated over the years. It's been four years now and I could really count on one hand the times we've really had it out and it and, and it hasn't been about super important stuff oh. usually alcohol was involved uh maybe maybe a time <laughs> yeah. or two uh but it's there's never a lack of respect i could truly i could truly say that and i, I just it's it's very refreshing to me that even though we have different viewpoints on a lot of different subjects that that doesn't mean you can't get along and and i bring it up mainly because in 2020 we've seen so many disagreements so much um just extreme anger at, at people. And I just, I can't, it bothers me so much when I'm like, Valerie, you and I get along so well. Like we, we do. I mean, mm -hmm. and I have friends that I disagree with on things. I get along well with like, I don't think it's that difficult no. to get along with people. It shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't be, but there are some people where it's really not easy at all to get along mm, with them. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, but yeah, that's the thing. It, it's, it's an attitude. It's a choice for the most part. Um, there are some people you should never try to get along with because they're <laughs> horrible people, yeah. but then you should keep your distance. But like, I mean, it just, I don't, I don't feel like we need to be as device divided as we are. Yeah. Well, I agree like for a lot of reasons, I, and which is, why everyone gets into arguments in the first place. It's like they choose division. And anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, the, I have to be right. It's like, dude, okay, fine. You're right. Congratulations. Your, your, your medals in the mail, certificates in the mail. You're right. Like, I would rather admit I'm wrong than get into a fight over thinking how right I am. Like, <laughs> honestly, like I, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to admit I'm wrong if I'm not, but you know, like, I think you do a really good job of number one, specifically with me. You do a good job of not holding in your feelings. You just say what you got to say, which is. I'm not capable of holding in my feelings. I, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> but I'm also not a rage monster. So no, that, that helps. No. Yeah. Like... And you're very good about saying, I'm sorry. Like, you're very good about that. It doesn't take long. If you were, you were wrong, too. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, well, I have to do it a lot. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like sometimes I do too. <laughs> Depends on the situation, of course. It's a, it's a mutual respect thing for sure. And, um, you know, ultimately, there's no one else I'd rather be around than you and want to get along with. So, um, you know, for me, no argument is really worth it. No. You know, there's too many good things to enjoy about each other. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for well, sure. There's, yeah. It's again, it's a choice. It's like choosing happiness over going for a walk to bring your mood up a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. Like you do have to choose the positive way. Yeah. Cause it's really easy to get lost in the negative. What are some uh, other goal? 2021, again, a big year ahead, I hope. Uh, we have some things in mind personally that are kind of between you and me that we're going to work on uh, and, and can't wait to share with other people. But as far as yourself personally, what are you most looking forward to in a new year? I don't know how much things will change out in the world, but as far as you personally, what are some little goals or maybe some things that you're just excited about? Uh, turning uh, the page on the calendar. Oh goodness. Um, I think like so many people, I'm excited about being able to save up more money. Um, mm -hmm. now that I've got a nice staple job again, uh, 
I'm definitely looking for, I actually really want to get back into really good shape now. And it's not just like, Oh yeah, you know, new year, new me. It's like, no, I, I, <laughs> I've gained some weight. It's time to, it's time to get rid of it. And, you know, I think a lot of us put on a few pounds because of quarantine. So looking to shed all that. Um, I loved, I love being healthy. I just feel amazing. She likes to cook and I like that she likes to cook. So you guys do the math on that. Uh, but <laughs> well, no, I'm with so you. now you got to Now you get to look forward to healthy meals for me. Cause uh, that's what I, that's the only thing I used to cook. I'm all in. Let's go. Yeah, heck yeah. And they, <laughs> to be fair, they taste amazing. I'm in for a, let's do it. We should do a weight loss challenge. Whoever we've tried that. I know we, again, we talk about it, but we don't do it. I know back to I the know. talking and planning and action. Let's uh, you know, I hate the cliche weight loss on January 1st or whatever. I know. But uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Gym memberships rise by like 30% the first three months of every year or and something. They're, it's like and ridiculous. they're canceled by late they're February. canceled by May <laughs> at the latest. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is funny stuff. Oh. Well, um, I mean, we've, we've had some great moments the past couple years and some really fun memories, uh, some great dates, some big um some big achievements, you and me. And again, 2021, I'm just looking forward to more stability. We mm -hmm. both have this job, these jobs now that I think are good foundation for us yeah, and are going to help us pave uh, the way for, for our future plans here. So I'm really excited about kind of like you mentioned, the stability factor, the ability to save money. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to save money unless you make money. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. So I'm right there with you. Uh, it's just hard to believe that another year has passed. Mm -hmm. We did not know on January 1st, 2020, what was in store for us. And we don't know uh, on January 1st, 2021, what is in store for us either. I know. You know what? You just reminded me of something. Mm -hmm. You remember? <laughs> I think it was like December 31st or 30th of last year. Maybe it was New Year's Day. I turned to you and I said, wow, babe, I think this is going to be our year. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. As soon as I said it, I was like, I probably just put the nail in the coffin right there. Famous Something weird's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, I think I just jinxed us. Like you did. Yeah, you may have. Yeah, I think you did say it. Yeah, I did. I remember saying it because like a few months later, I'm like, I can't believe I fucking said maybe, that. Maybe we should say it at the end of the year and be like, hey, this was our year. A great one. Let's have another one like that year instead of trying to look forward. Yeah, try to predict forward. That's yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah, not at all. So, uh, you know what? I can honestly say there's probably a lot of people who said the same words. Yeah, that you did because 2020 just sounded amazing. Yeah. Oh wow, this is perfect. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? When we were kids, we thought about the year 2020, what it would be like. Oh my god, and here we are. And as a guy who wears glasses and contacts, I mean, 2020 is perfect vision, and I do not have that. So I was like, okay, I'm finally going to be involved in 2020. This is great. Oh, and God. never mind. I had a terrible year all around. And um, uh, just I, I'm, I'm looking forward to to the changes. I've never been a New Year's Day guy. I, I used to like the Rose Parade as a kid watching it. Then I got to work there a few times, and I despised it. Um, so New Year's Day has never been that great. It's nice to have it off for sure, but uh, I've never been into. Plus, it was like the ending of the Christmas season too, which no. always was terrible. I'm optimistic about 2021, but I'm also reluctantly optimistic because it's just we just hope we can. All we can do is hope that it's going to get better. Well, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a worrier and this and that. Like I'm always very suspicious 
when things start to go well for myself, like, no, no, <laughs> That's no. not the right attitude. I, I, I know I, I shouldn't be, but I just, I've had enough obstacles in my life where it's just been like, no, 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 things are not this good. Like, yes, they can be, though. They can be if you just embrace it. A and you have, yeah, you have to accept it and you have to keep thinking that way, like positively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. But be, be, be positive, all, all that stuff. Yeah, I know it's cliche and everything. Uh, but I, I am hopeful as well. I, I am optimistic, but I'm the most pessimistic person on the planet, probably, too. That's, that's anxiety. <laughs> and a lot of people have that. Like, a lot of, I think I've, I've, guilty of that too but that is it's like oh my god this this isn't gonna last well you can't think that way because if you think that way it's definitely going to be true mm -hmm. but yeah you gotta think oh this is gonna be great and keep moving forward all that kind of crap but i mean i'm not in like the most perfect position to be preaching that so to me it's just one thing after another things like i don't know the thing i'm like things just come up and this whole year has been that way as i mentioned like when we thought we'd seen it all, nope, never mind. We thought we'd seen it, nope, never mind. It's just another thing added, and I'm just like, man, what else can go wrong? So um, I'm not saying we're all out of the danger and everything that's happened, but I'm trying to stay positive. You help me. You do. I do. I try. Um, but honestly, I don't want us. I don't want people thinking that us saying this is like we're just thinking negatively. We're not. We. I am still even if it's somewhat reluctant it's because like no one trusts world events right now because <laughs> they keep letting us down <laughs> but honestly like there's no i, I don't want to be naive and, and it's going to be so much better but mm -hmm. like you do have to think that way and you have to work towards that as much as you can in your life whatever you have control over but yeah i know everyone it's been a really hard year for pretty much all of us so yeah i've always kind of embraced that phrase you know um hope for the best pray for the worst mm -hmm. or or uh, prepare what is it pray hope, for the best what, no, no, prepare no. for the prepare for the worst hope for is. the best or something like that pray whatever it is um but that's kind of how i live and uh especially this year this past year and i'm again looking forward to a new year um i hate being i i do need to work on that the worrying like Oh, uh, what's going to happen? What could go, what could go wrong? Will go wrong type no, of feeling. Don't think that. That's how I feel sometimes. And I've tried to be optimistic talking on the podcast, uh, talking with you living, living life. But yeah, there are times when I have to check myself and I do carry a little anxiety. A little. Yes. It, that people don't know about <laughs> on the you. Huh, I know. I, well, it's because I see you chewing your nails and staying awake at night <laughs> and sometimes both. And so, <laughs> Yeah. Oh yes, you've you've broken the code. There's <laughs> actually like a couple different ones, but yeah, there's a couple different little. I like have here. always things racing through my mind, and sometimes that's a good thing, but a lot of times it's not. Overthinking. Well, then, hopefully, 2021, you learn how to deal with it a little better. Your so job is to calm me down. No, your job is to calm me down. <laughs> my job is to help you learn how. <laughs> coping mechanism, whatever, whatever the case is. Yeah. I just, uh, no, you do. You do calm me down. Sometimes it's just hearing from you and I'm like, okay, things are going to be all right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's worry. why everyone needs somebody. Honestly, mm -hmm. everyone, I think, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be married to them, but like, yeah, you do. Everyone needs somebody. We can't be. And, and being annoying too. I know at times I'm a little encouraging, but then it comes across as annoying and I push that envelope a little too much. I know. Uh, so I do apologize, but 
it's my way of trying to stay positive. And I know sometimes it comes across as pushy or annoying. No, it's not that it's pushy. It's like, it's just not the phrase I need at the time. Or it's like, I think, I think a lot of people deal with this. It's like they try to do the thing that will cheer that person up or make Mm -hmm. them feel better, but it can come across as like, not really appreciating the full gravity definitely of what that person's feeling and saying the wrong thing is easier than saying the right thing <laughs> so amen to that like yeah yeah it just is but but i always know that it comes from a good place and that you mean well so it's <laughs> not that annoying <laughs> oh good very good well well val uh, christmas is behind us uh, happy new year I- i'm very excited to spend it with you and uh any anything any parting words of wisdom here uh as we wrap up this very quick episode on new year's day. Yeah. Just as ever, like everyone stay safe, keep yourselves healthy. And, you know, here's hoping that 2021 is better and brings great things and much love to everybody. Well said, well said. Well, happy new year to everyone out there and to you, Valerie Burns. Happy new year. Appreciate you joining us. And uh, yeah, she'll be back on guys in a few months and uh, we'll have some Goals achieved to discuss. Yes. Can't wait. So that puts that puts some pressure on us, by the way. But to, to, that's good. That's you know not, what I mean? That's not a horrible thing. No, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, you guys heard it here first. Uh, hopefully we do have some, well, we will. We have some great achievements to, mm-hmm. uh, to discuss with you. Anyway, thank you, Valerie Burns. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, what a way to start a new year. Thank you, Valerie Burns. A lot of fun catching up with you. Hope to talk to you again real soon. Fortunately, I don't have to wait three or four months to have conversations with you. I get to see you daily, so I'm very appreciative uh, of that. And uh, thank you so much for for being on here, having some fun discussions, and for definitely starting our new year off right. It was an absolute blast. Let's do it again. And uh, Happy New Year, Valerie. Happy New Year to you and yours. And uh, we will ring it in here uh one way or another here down the road uh and i gotta tell you val hey only a month or so left of football only about a month left give or take a little less uh some playoff football weekends ahead and uh, after that after that super bowl in early february hey i'm all yours eight months of me on the weekend you won't have to deal with me watching uh football games anymore at least until september there will be plenty of fighting on but uh i know that you like that a little bit more so Val, hang in there. Only about a month left of uh, football season and uh, football capturing and stealing away your boyfriend. Uh, Thank you so much for allowing me or permitting me or whatever the word is. Uh, uh, Not getting worked up. How about that? Not getting crazy about me watching too much football Uh, because I do. I watch too much of it. Uh, I don't watch uh, too little, but I watch a lot. I watch a lot of it. Anyway, uh, thank you, Val, for your support. And we will talk to you very, very soon. Uh, guys, speaking of football, there is uh, playoffs coming up. Uh, the college football playoff is today between Ohio State and Clemson and Notre Dame and Alabama. Be sure to watch that. We will respond or react to that on Monday. Uh, more than likely with my brother Sam Hersema, we'll react to the college football playoff as well as the final week of the NFL season, week 17. The NFL did it, guys. When when everyone said that it couldn't be done, you can't play a season, they managed to get every single game in, uh, at least as of now. Uh, hopefully there's no delays. And uh, they can get everything in, finish a season, and then go into the playoffs next weekend. So uh, that's the plan for now to talk about the college football playoff games with my brother Sam on Monday. 
and then we will talk about the playoff preview in the NFL. Maybe if some teams uh, underachieved and also kind of give some predictions on the NFL playoffs. We may also have some NFL playoff talk next Friday. I haven't worked out uh, the details yet, but we might have uh, one or two people come on here to discuss the playoffs and give some predictions and just their thoughts on things. So that's the plan for now. Of course, Wednesdays, what we will have Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. I hope you had a chance to tune into the Zoom call we did with Bill that posted uh, on Wednesday with uh, four of his most loyal fans. That was a lot of fun doing a little roundtable. If you haven't had a chance, be sure to check that out. Uh, but guys, that's kind of how things are going now on the Get Home Safe podcast. New year, similar format. Very excited about season two. Uh, some great ideas ahead and moving forward. And it took us a few months. If you, you guys who've been here since the beginning, you know, it took a few months for us to kind of get a format. Okay, we were doing five days a week and then I was just rambling. There was no structure. Now we have a little structure. Usually 10, 15 minutes of just me and then uh, going into an interview with either Bill or my guest on Fridays. That's kind of the structure, right? So we're, we're happy to have it, happy to, to kind of have some direction, if you will. And I know a lot of people are seeking that direction here in 2021. And I hope that uh, you find it. I know I have a lot of uh, soul searching to do and some uh, you know, direction seeking as well. So just looking forward again to this new year. Can't believe it's finally here and we can uh, look back at 2020 as a moment in history now, not not a present. So um, happy for that. Uh, guys, there's plenty of ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. Send us an email, send us a message through social media, whatever you'd like to do. We'd love to hear from you, just like you hear from us Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays here at the Get Home Safe Podcast. Send us a question, uh, some content suggestions. Tell, tell us we're dead wrong, me or Bill Barnes. You want to argue with us, you want to uh, vent about your favorite sports team, you want to. Tell us about some real life moments or some situations that made you laugh. Uh, anything, guys, send it in. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, the, the listeners really help drive the show. And obviously, it gives us some information, some things to talk about. So uh, if you like what you hear, uh, send us in something. If you want to be anonymous, hey, that's fine, too. No worries. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard, there's some episode uh, notes in the episode notes. Uh, links in the episode notes, I should say, regarding leaving a voice message. Uh, and there's plenty of other ways to, to do stuff like that. So if you want to just reach out to me and let me know. Guys, it's New Year's Day. I got some college football games to go watch. Uh, I have, let's see, I think Alabama's going to destroy Notre Dame. And I think Clemson wins a close one over Ohio State. Those are my predictions. Uh, I got a lot of football to watch. Valerie knows, uh, you know, I'm there, but I'm not there, if you know what I mean. So uh, God bless her and uh, for putting up with me. And putting up with the football season. She is wonderful. Hope you guys enjoyed what you heard from her today. Guys, happy new year. Happy new year from me, Matt Hersema, and happy new year from the Get Home Safe podcast. I'm excited about this new year, this new season. Let's get it going. Let's start it off right. Cheers to everyone out there. Be safe. Uh, be, be motivated. Be ready to go. There's great things ahead. Even if there's some obstacles, we'll get through them. We got through 2020. Now it's on to uh, bigger and better things. Let's uh, let's dominate this year and uh, you know live it to its fullest. Guys, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or rounded third base, get home safe. Mm-hmm.